Hey guys, Derek, Derek WC here, coming at you from days of future past. I'm just interjecting here before the podcast starts to let you guys know this was kind of a semi-planned, semi-unplanned recording. I guess Mike was MIA that night and Justin wanted to ask me, you know, kind of what went down at the Boston Fan Expo. So I started talking to him about it. And then a little later in, Tony joins the conversation and we have a good talk about a bunch of stuff. And I just wanted to kind of give the heads up of, of who's talking, who's around, and, and what's going down. But without further ado, enjoy the show. With your powers combined, we are fan holes. Go, Go fan I can't believe there's a chat room big enough to hold all of our present bodies. Wow. <laughs> of all the things I missed about the show, I miss Tony being wrong always. We've already got a me. We don't need another me. <laughs> oh boy, of the sheer episode. <laughs> <laughs> ah yes, Derek. Lover of lobster women. Defender of Starfire's fidelity. I just want to know, who is the consultant? Who could he be? <laughs> no! I have no heart! <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna relate to a, a talking cat that eats lasagna. I'll okay. do it, but I want to be immediately killed afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, in your Derek layer, do you have a list of that tells you like how to take down the other fan holes? Should we like go crazy? How does my stupid voice sound? You sound beautiful. Like ten times sexier. Good job. No one gets us because we don't explain it. So. Jim Lee did look kind of tiny in your picture with him. He he is kind of. <laughs> I mean, shit, I'm tiny. Like <laughs> you know, Tony's like, oh, you're all tall, Derek. I'm like fucking seven feet tall, Derek. You're gonna you're gonna be a midget when we finally meet. And I'm kinda like, <laughs> I know, I'm not very tall, and I'm just gonna like. That was what was funny on the Facebook thing. People were like, people, I think Brian was like, oh man, Jim Lee's tiny, and I said, no, I'm tiny. <laughs> And then I think uh, somebody else posted, well, that makes Jim Lee wee. <laughs> like, oh, he's a wee little lad. Yes. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's what um, it was like when I, when I, uh, that's why I was like happy because, um, so, okay, Fan Expo, Fan Expo can kiss my ass because Fan Expo is lame, okay? <laughs> the the guests were yeah. all cool, but Fan Expo, I think, hosed me for like all these special packages and shit, but so the first one, the first sign of it was I, um, well, okay, one, they're telling me, oh, you know, fucking smoke and fires and TSA and terrorists. Like, you gotta, you got to get to the airport way fucking early, right? So I wake up at fucking, I don't know, like 3 in the morning or some shit, and then I get down there early and everything. Cause, you know, get there early, man. And then, uh, so I'm, I'm there with plenty of comfort time, and I'm sitting there watching the second season of Legion and trying to trip balls before my flight starts and everything. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're like, well, uh, our, your plane is here, but we don't have a pilot for the plane. So we're going to be looking <laughs> for a pilot. And then when we find a pilot, then maybe we'll let you guys board. But for now, boarding's delayed, you know, and I'm just kind of like, Oh, okay. So, so we left, like we were supposed to board at six and then we didn't end up boarding until like, I don't know, like 6.30. So that meant we left like almost an hour after we were supposed to leave or something like that. And then mm -hmm. so, so, and, and then through all that, you're like, okay, so 
the flight was timed to the point where I was going to get there at like three something. And then you figure, oh, well, check-in time's three. And then by the time you take a cab ride over and all this other stuff, you're like, oh, great. You know, it's going to be more than after the time for me to check in. So I think I got there at like 4.20 or 4.30. And then they're like, oh, well, your room's not ready yet. And I'm just kind of like, what? So and they're like, well, we'll give you a call or we'll text you when it's ready. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. Fuck you we can hold your luggage and i'm like oh no not really you can't really hold my luggage because like everything's in the fucking suitcase so i'm like all right so i come in with my suitcase and then uh you know of course they got the dogs to sniff the suitcase to make sure i'm not gonna blow anybody up and shit <laughs> and then i'm like that's fine because they're just doing their jobs and uh and so i i get inside and i'm kind of like well where the fuck is this you know place where i'm supposed to get my shit, you know, and they're like, oh, well, you go down this way, and go down this way, okay, fine, so I go down, uh, I'm starting to figure it out, and then everybody's like, oh, come down here, this is where you get your tickets, everybody come in here, get your tickets, and they're like, oh, okay, so I look at all these signs, there's a sign that's like, okay, Friday only, you know, Saturday only, whatever, this only, and then there's this line that says, all tickets, oh, okay, all tickets, well, I have my wristband, so I don't need a ticket to be let in, right, I've got my wristband, they mailed it to me, but all tickets, right? So I get in the line for all tickets thinking, okay, well, I'll get my, because it's like, it's fucking stupid. You print out your tickets to go bring it to somebody to give you fucking tickets. It's like retarded. <laughs> all right. Yeah. But anyway, so you print out these tickets for like these special events, which is Frank quietly. It was only 20 bucks, but I was like, Frank quietly, uh, Jim Lee, which was more expensive, but the only one that, was actually worth paying for, I think. And then the John Byrne, William Shatner, you know, package thing or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And then, so I wait through this stupid line that says all tickets, when what it really means is all tickets for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Regular mm -hmm. tickets, right? So I get up there, they go, right. oh, this isn't the line you're supposed to be in. You're supposed to be in line for special tickets. Well, where the fuck is that? Oh, well, <laughs> you will go all the way down there, make a quick right, and then keep going, and then you'll see, like, four other fucking booths, and one of them will say special <laughs> tickets. And I'm like, well, you know, how come all the other assholes in little yellow shirts didn't tell me this before I got on your fucking dumbass line? How about that? But anyway, so these fan expo, like, whoever they hired for all the... Anyway... They're all fucking dumb, okay? So, <clears throat> anyway, I'm like, fine. So I drag my suitcase over there. I get up there, and they're like, okay, well, here's your ticket for Jim Lee. Here's your ticket for fucking Frank Wiley. Here's your ticket for John Byrne and William Shatner. And, oh, you know, this thing you already printed out for Amy Jo Johnson, like, that's fine. You just bring that with you. Oh, okay, great. Okay. So now I got all these fucking tickets. So now I'm like, okay. So I'm dragging my suitcase down to the con floor hold up your arms, you know, because uh, for whatever fucking reason, there's like 20 checkpoints where they want to look at your goddamn wristband on your fucking arms, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's going to make a difference if it's like 20 feet before you get through the door or like two feet before you get through the door. It's like somehow you're going to like slyly fool somebody and switch wristbands in between that like five foot gap between the first person asking for your wristband and the last person. Anyway, whatever. So <laughs> these people are all dumb. I, I get through the door, and I'm kind of like looking around, going, oh, geez, wow, okay. So here's the, you know, and everything to the right is uh, a bunch of, um, you know, vendors and stuff like that. Everything to the left is like Artist Alley. And then if you go way in the back, it's like celebrity, you know, 
autographs and then way, way back to the right is the photo ops and all that stuff. But anyway, so I'm just looking around, you know, I'm kind of looking at all the different people and recognizing faces and seeing the, the names and different things like that. So I, I get to the, the Frank quietly booth and you know, it's like by now it's like about five o'clock now that I've waited on two useless lines and got my bearings <laughs> and actually have been in the place. The Frank quietly special event package which was, you know, oh, you can sign, you know, five items and, and, you know, wait in this line and you're guaranteed and blah, 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 blah. So I see he's at his table, you know, and I kind of walk up and I'm kind of like, hey, I don't mean to interrupt. I know you're just getting here and everything because I could tell they're all setting up and having conversations and everything. And I was just kind of like, well, you know, where is this? Like, what, you know, is this, do we come here to your booth at six or? You know, do I go somewhere else? And he's kind of like, oh, well, you know, we only just got here and we just were told about this, you know, because nobody told us that we were doing a special sign in. And he's like, <laughs> you know, and and I'm just kind of like, oh, OK. And, and, and you know, I just kind of, you know, I was like, well, you know, I, 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 you know, I paid for, you know, whatever. And I was like, I could just come back at six if that's, you know, he's like, yeah, he's like, I think I think it's like around the back there, you know, and so around the back, there's this thing. It was like AA for like, I don't know, artists alley, I don't know, signing queue or, you know, whatever the fuck it is. And there's a table in the back and then these little zigzaggy fucking, you know, goddamn Minecraft, <laughs> you know, things that you stand in and all that shit. Right. Yeah. And so I'm kind of like, OK, you know, I, I finally figured that out like later in the but at the time I didn't even walk around there to see what it was. And, and he's just kind of like, you know, he's like, but, you know, he's like, so. You know, he's like, I'm just, you know, he, he, I forget, he was something like, he's like, you know, I'm here, you know, I don't, I, he's like, if you bought your items, you know, I'd, he's like, that's what I'm here for. I don't, I don't mind signing them, you know, and everything. And I was like, oh, okay, mm. so great. And so, you know, I pull out my stuff, which it turned out for the best because I had all these like heavy ass fucking absolute editions you know, right. stuffed in there and everything. And I would have had to use the suitcase to carry them anyway, because there's no way I was going to do like the fucking you know i don't know books of torture you know when you hold them out on your hands to like punish people or whatever with those absolute editions or whatever and so you know i i pull them all out and i pull out the the uh new x-men grant morrison poster and i start going into stories of how i had to defend you know the new x-men from from all my x-men fan friends who thought this was you know not real mm -hmm. X-Men and all this other stuff. And, you know, and he's funny. He's like, he's like, well, you know, for those people, you know, they're reading X-Men for a long time. And they're like, who are these jokers taking over the X-Men, <laughs> you know, and, and shit like that, you know. And and so, I mean, he was a nice guy and everything. And and the, the great thing was then later I saw that line and I was like, oh, cool. I didn't have to stand in that fucking line. And it's like the only thing that pissed me off was I kind of felt like, like fan expo had kind of hosed me for the $20. Like, cause I didn't really mm. need to give him the $20. Like he, he was publicly signing and, you know, doing a special event signing and it didn't really matter, you know? So he signed, he signed my comic and my poster and the three absolutes and, you know, was a really nice guy and, you know, talked to me for a little while and everything like that. And then, and then uh, like, I almost, if I had noticed, like, cause I went, I, I went to like the same bar that was like right within the hotel. It was like, uh, like O'Malley's Irish fucking grill or whatever the fuck it was called. And I was like, I just went down there to get food every night. Cause it was like really close by. And me and Mike ate there too that one night. And, um, 
but the the friday night i went there and got some food and then before i really noticed i saw he was there at the bar and he got like a bottle of wine for him and his buddy or whatever and had i noticed that i might have bought him the bottle of wine because i thought what he did was so nice but you know by that point it kind of you know it was like the moment was already kind of gone and i was kind of like oh he already paid for it and it's like well, I can't send them like another bottle of wine or something like that. So I just kind of was like, okay, whatever, let it go. It was a nice idea, but it's just not going to work out or whatever. But like, I, I kind of felt like I got hosed with that. And then, and then I guess I was kind of disappointed with the whole John Byrne thing, not because of John Byrne, because he was really cool, but he, again, mm. on Friday and Saturday did public signings. So, mm. and, and they, they said, oh, up to, you know, he'll sign up to 10 items that you bring. And like, when they did this whole package thing, it was like, oh, you, you have to buy the Fumetti book and he'll only sign two items that are not the Fumetti book. So I brought two John Byrne items, you know, thinking that was all I would be able to get signed, you know, and, and, and my thing was, you know, had I known I could have brought more things I would have. So what I ended up doing was I did wait in the public line on Saturday, got my two things I brought signed. And then I kind of eventually started walking the, the vendor floor thinking, Oh, maybe I'll bump into some poster or something I want signed. And ultimately I just ended up getting, you know, uh, two copies of man of steel one, you know, the newsstand and the regular edition. And he ended up signing those when I waited in the queue to get Shatner and him to sign the Fumetti book. And so I figured oh, I might as well get my money's worth out of that. You know, whatever it was, the $150 I paid to, you know, get that, you know, Fumetti book and the the signatures, you know, because I I got the the DC poster signed and I got the, the Legends Jam poster signed and all that stuff on the public line. But had I known, you know, maybe I would have brought more posters or bought more posters or you know whatever, like done, mm -hmm. done something more. If I would have known, I could have gotten more things signed, you know. So again, that kind of felt like they hosed me. And then and then the other thing was the Amy Joe thing was, you know, I was like I, at the time I was like, well, fuck, I'm not even sure if I, you know, I was like. I, I don't know, since the, the f official photo op was on Sunday and then I got her autograph on Saturday, I was like, well, I might as well just get the package with the selfie because who the fuck knows? Like, you know, something could go wrong between them then and now and I'd be mad that I didn't take the photo. So I did the selfie photo and then later I did like the officially official photo, which worked out fine and was just fine. But again, it was like you didn't have to sign up for that photo you know what i mean like you could have just bought a selfie with her there and that would have been good mm -hmm. enough you know what i mean so it was like again you felt like things were offered you know kind of in person on the day and if they had just been fucking upfront about it you know maybe you would have you know done things differently and like i said the only thing i felt that was really worth it was the jim lee one because again the WonderCon, it was some fucking raffle and god knows how you got his signature and like I saw him talk at WonderCon, but you know there was no way I, I was going to get anything signed. And then with um, with this, it was like again, it was kind of a clusterfuck with the whole fan expo guys because it's like I guess at ten thirty there were all the CGC bum fucks who went to get their stuff signed and slabbed and whatever. And then I guess at eleven thirty was my I guess sign up, which was you know just no CGC and regular you know whatever the fuck but they lined everybody up in the same fucking line and then when it was 10 30 they were just like oh you guys are 11 30 we'll wait over here and it's just kind of like you know like why didn't you do that at the beginning you know like 
why didn't you make two lines at the beginning and kind of said, are you here for 1130 or 1030 and do it that way? Instead, you feel like a fucking schmuck because all these other guys are going in front of you because they're all 1030, right? And so they do all that and then you sit in all these fucking chairs and finally get in and then and then you know they do the basically that that part of it was set up okay like where they were like okay put your shit that you want signed on this cardboard slab and you know stick your phone on this chair and he'll sign it and then they'll take the cardboard slab with your shit on it while you pose with him for a picture and i kind of noticed i was like i kept hunching over because he was so tiny and i felt weird now that i was like looking at the picture because i was like oh i should have just stood up straight and then i think that changed how i stood with Amy Jo Johnson because I was like, I'm not going to like, I don't know, hunch over because people are tinier than me, you know, (laughs) but I think at the time I was kind of like doing that, like, uh, you know, unconsciously or whatever. And then, uh, but uh, so he signed because I I bought more than three things, but he was only going to sign the three things um, at the, you know, whatever that thing you paid for. Right. And so, I got him to sign the three things that I thought were the most, you know, quote unquote important or whatever. And then, and then I had a couple other, you know, posters and thingamabobs or whatever. And, uh, so the things I determined that were important were the, uh, the wizard fold out cover that I had gotten a couple people to sign already, like Eric Larson and, um, Will Sportatio, where they had all those like image heads, you know, I don't know if you know that cover or not, but it's like mm-hmm. a jam, it's like a jam piece with like all the image shit. So he signed that, um, he signed the uh, OG X-Men poster that I brought, and then um, the uh, the DC Rebirth um, sort of 11 by 17 print thingamabob or you know, promo thing or whatever. So those were the three things, and then they gave you a, a pre-signed like Batman I don't know what you call it, like a lithograph or whatever. Uh, when they gave it to me, they gave me like one too many. And so instead of returning it, I just gave my extra one to Mike when he came um, to, to visit. <laughs> and then um, then later he did a public signing. And I wasn't sure if I was going to wait online for the public signing or not. And what they told us was the public signing, Jim Lee was going to sign only one item. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, I have two other items for him to sign. I'll just pick one. And I had the Smokestacks Iron Man poster, which I guess technically he didn't draw. He only was part of the story credit. And then the Suicide Squad poster that I've been carrying around with me for a bunch of different cons. And I was like, well, he actually drew the Suicide Squad one. So I'm like, I'm going to have him sign that. But as the closer I got to the line, I saw more people kind of sneaking in like, you know, two things. So I was like, oh, fuck. Well, if this guy's going to get two comics signed, I just pulled out both of them. And he signed both of them. So he didn't make a stink about it. And, and wow. he was you know, cool about it. And, you know, anyway, I think I asked him, I said, well, do you take suggestions for your Twitch, like, live drawing thing? And so I was like, can you, can you like, I was like, bro, can you, like, do Maxima, bro? And, like, and he was just kind of like. <laughs> Uh, you know, we take suggestions, you know, or whatever. I was like, dude, I felt like the guy on the uh, Ben Stiller show where he's like, come on, do the thing. Come on, do it, Casey Kasem, do it. You know, I'm like, come on, Jim Lee, draw Maxima. Come on, go ahead, do it, do it. Excuse me. Hi. You're Casey Kasem. You're unbelievable. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. No, 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 no. Seriously, I'm telling you, you blow me away. Well, it's really nice of you to No, 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 no. I'm telling you what you do. It's really amazing. It's fabulous. Yes, well... Can we get no, 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 I'm telling you. I'm telling you. What you do, I really get it. I get what's going on with you. It's amazing. Really. Great stuff. Yes. No, 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 no. Really. Do me a favor. Say, uh, coming in this week at number one, 
It's Lionel Richie. who's stuck on you. Huh? No, I really don't think I can do it. No, no, no. Come on, do it. Seriously, do it. Come on, do it. Coming in at number one this week is Lionel Richie was stuck on you. <laughs> That's great. You get this at home all the time, right? That's great. All right, do Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Come on. Scoob, old buddy, old friend, old pal, I can really dig a pizza right now. <laughs> now, do you mind if we finish our meal? No, no, no. Do me a favor. Come over and uh, say hello to my wife, huh? No, look, my daughter and I are in a rush. No, no, no. Come on, gotta... do it. Seriously, do it. Come on, come over. You know what would be great? Get dressed up in the waiter outfit. Come over, pour some water in a glass. Would blow her away. No, I can't do that. No, no, no. Come on, do it. No, I'd love to do it. No, no, no. Can. Seriously, do it. Do it. I don't know if I'd only had the roughie. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts with you. Hi, I'm Casey Kasem. Can I get you some more bread? Oh, my God. Casey Kasem is our waiter. That's incredible. I can't believe it. Did you do this? No, 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 Did no. you do this? No, 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 no. Is that enough? Can I leave now? No, 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 no. Come on, you're the waiter. Wait on this. No, I can't do that. No, no, no. Seriously, come on. Do it. Do it. Come on, Casey. Do it. Tonight, we have two specials. Flying up the chart at number two, we have a vegetarian surprise. And at number one, we have a tofu burger with date nut bread. <laughs> I love it. Date anyway, I, I was trying to like plant a seed in his head. Like maybe one of these days, I'll be like, remember that weird dude who asked to draw maximum? Maybe I will draw maximum <laughs> one day. You know, so I was like just trying to plant that seed in his head. Love him or hate him. Everybody's got something to say about John Byrne. He ruined the X-Men when he left. That John Byrne, he's a sexist pig. The only thing bigger than John Byrne's ego is... Oh, wait, there isn't anything bigger than John Byrne's ego. John Byrne, oh, he he just draws the greatest butt on Superman. It looks so good. John Byrne is the greatest artist I've ever seen. Wait, who is he? John Byrne's 1986 Man of Steel series gave us the core reimagining of Superman that is still with us today. Third Degree Burn, a podcast about all things John Byrne. The good, the bad, and the legendary. Join Tim Elliott and Brian Hughes as they look over the nearly five decades body of work of one of the most influential comic book creators in the last 50 years. Third Degree Burn can be found at twotruefreaks.com and on iTunes. I got a question though. I just am curious. Why doesn't Green Lantern have any junk? But anyway, I think that was the only one where I felt like. I was like, oh, good. I got the Jim Lee thing signed because it was such a like kind of crapshoot at other places to get that done. So I was like, I felt that like that special package money like that. I felt I didn't feel robbed of. I just felt like that was well spent. Like everybody who paid the money got mm. stuff signed and the people who didn't pay like shit tons of money only got so much stuff signed. Whereas I, I don't know with the John Byrne thing, I just kind of felt like they weren't up front with you. You know, people were asking on social media, is this the only way to get John Byrne's autograph? Like, is he going to only be signing with Shatner? And they were kind of like, you know, hedging their bets and hemming and hawing and didn't really tell anybody what was actually going on. And who the fuck knows? Maybe they didn't know, but it was just like one of those things where it's like, you know, you feel like a schmuck when you, you know, go up to the line and it's like oh well john's got original art here to buy and he's got hmm. you know um um 
you know, and he'll sign 10 of your items. And I kind of went, well, fuck, if I would have known, if I would have been armed with that knowledge way ahead of time, you know, like, and, and the thing is, you know, who knows, but I, and this is not to, uh, cause I did read like the first issue of the Fumetti thing and it was pretty good, but I, at, you know, I think my gut reaction to the Fumetti book is, you know, fuck you Fumetti book. I don't want you fucking Fumetti book. Like who cares? I want like, you know, the real art. And, and if I wanted to watch Star Trek, I'd watch a fucking episode of Star Trek. Right. But not to decry from that, because the Fumetti book actually, you know, turned out to be pretty good. And then it was funny when I, I shared some of my shit. I don't know if you noticed on Twitter, but like even William Shatner, like, liked the, uh, the share. So I was like, oh shit, like William, I'm all, Bill's my friend. No, I'm like, Bill's my, no, Bill's cool. my friend. And he liked my post because I, I just said, thanks again to, uh, you know, I, I said to, and then the other thing that they laughed about, well, I don't know if they laughed about because John Burns a prick. He's a total prick. I mean, he was nice, but he's a fucking prick. You asked me, you know, what's funny. I don't know if it's posted yet, but you know how you, you planted the idea in my head. Oh, you got to ask him about the fucking effigy. And I said, well, if it comes up, yeah. it comes up. And you know, if not, I'm not going to press the issue, but so it, it's full on Q and a, right. And, um, and it's probably recorded somewhere. Cause the guys from, um, third degree burn the two true freaks show like one of those guys was there and he was up front taping everything and even though i never got to really meet him face to face like we had been pinging each other trying to figure out a time to like oh can we meet can we hang out can we do this and it just i don't know because we we didn't know each other very well we'd never podcasted together you know and that kind of thing and mm, uh you okay. know and so so it just never happened right and it's like but you know and i'm not like oh i'm i'm butthurt but it just, it just didn't work out right but he was there recording it as well and so uh, yeah it doesn't look like it's posted yet but it, it seems like at some point he's gonna post the audio from that panel at his um in in his show or whatever but at some point they started going into you know he started going into the 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 nasty tall man who told them what to do and all this other stuff and i knew who he was talking about so i'm like well you know i was like since you brought that up you know i was like well what about the you know the effigy and all that stuff and chris uh chris ryle was there doing the emceeing and and what i was going to tell you before was i asked chris to autograph to sign the Fumetti book because he's listed as the editor and he's kind of like, well, I'm not going to sign it on these two pages mm-hmm. with like William Shatner and John Byrne, but he's like, I'll sign it on this page over here where my name is and where they haven't signed or whatever. But I heard like, as I was kind of walking away, cause I just said, Hey, you know, we've been friends on Facebook for years and you know, I just, you know, I'd like you to sign it if that's okay with you too. And he's like, Oh yeah, sure. That's fine. And so he signs it and everything. And I just said, I, you know, I really appreciate your enthusiasm and passion for ROM and you know, whatever. And that was, and I just kind of called it a day. And, and as I'm kind of walking away, you know, I hear Burn kind of go, Oh, there goes the neighborhood. Like, you know, somebody asked you to sign this book, you know, like, or whatever. And I was just like, what if, I don't know. Anyway, I think he's a fucking prick. But anyway, <laughs> um, and I mean, he was nice enough during the the panel and everything, but he had his little, you know, asides and everything about this and that. And the thing you'll you won't hear in the audio is like when when he came on and people clapped, then he started doing this. Uh, uh, what's the right word? Conductor thing, you know, where he like raise, raise, raise. All right, stop, you know, and that kind of thing. And, you know, I don't know. You, you mm. could play it off as like he's he's having fun and he didn't take it seriously, but I, I kind of think he did take it seriously. Like, I think he, I, I don't know. He, he kind of has an ego. And then this is that, like, like th- this is what cracked me up about it. Cause I, I didn't even 
I mean, I, I don't know, maybe you'll hear it at some point or whatever, the audio and, and hear how I sound, or maybe it'll just sound muffled and you won't even hear it depending on how it was recorded. But I just kind of went, you know, uh, is there, uh, I, I go, since you brought it up, I, I said, I wasn't going to you know bring it up or anything, but since you brought it up, I, I'll just ask and, and go, is there any truth to the whole, you know, effigy thing and this and that and the other thing. And, and, and he basically went like, yes, it was true. Yes. I got a license to do it and furthermore it was like it was kind of like and it was cathartic and we all needed it like like he it wasn't even like it, it wasn't even there wasn't even a beat where he's like yeah i know that's kind of like a weird fucked up thing to do to somebody like it was it was right. like it was just straight into like this was this was highly essential like this absolutely had to happen and everybody <laughs> involved in it is a totally normal person you know and i just kind of went oh okay you know like that's okay like that's how you want to play it like whatever yeah. like that's fine and 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 even like it was funny like chris rell's like you know because I, I was like i don't know if it's you know maybe you know I, I forget the word i used but you know maybe if it's a little you know fictionalized or you know there, there's a little more hyperbole to the story or whatever like maybe maybe it's mm -hmm. not entirely true and a lot of hearsay and, he, and chris Rowe was like oh you're talking about the sean how you know i said yeah that's that's what i'm talking about you know and 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 what was funny was almost without a fucking beat you know burns was kind of like it, it wasn't it wasn't just that he did it he was fucking proud of it like he was like this was a reigning <laughs> accomplishment that we we took a bunch of new universe comics and fucking burned them and then after that like i kind of felt like oh man if i could only just find a new universe comic that burn did their fucking cover for i was like i so wanted to bring that to the fucking signing yeah. but i couldn't find any of them so i was like i was like here sign this you fucking prick sign this new universe thing and then and then maybe i'll burn it in effigy and see how you fucking feel but um anyway yeah. I, I was just gonna like you know anyway but but it was it was kind of you know it, it's interesting like when, whenever they post that i should you know hopefully it'll be pretty uh uh, good audio to listen to or whatever but I, I i did i remember when i was texting him i was kind of like yeah i was the guy who asked about the effigy you know like that was me yeah i mean i don't know he he talked about a bunch of stuff apparently there's something i didn't even know about it but apparently he drew a bunch of uh original new art pages for like an x-men story or something and it was all you know just I don't know, fan wank or whatever, you know, like apparently it's up hmm. online somewhere or whatever, but you know, and that, that's the other thing that I think he's like sort of full of himself because it's kind of like, it was almost by default. Like he's, he assumed everybody had read the Fumetti and he assumed everybody had seen those fucking online pictures already. Do you know what I mean? Like you've all seen this cause I'm awesome. Even though he kept saying the whole time that he wasn't awesome. Like he, he had this whole like, humble brag like i'm not really that good because there are other people who are so much better than me but then he'll go in to tell you the story about how will eisner called him a master storyteller and who am i to argue with will eisner you know like that, mm. those kind of things so it's like it kind of went back and forth where he was like he's trying to be like super humble per se for him but then at the same time like you know i don't know I, it seemed like he was trying to be on best behavior but every once in a while he kind of kind of you know did did his uh I don't know, ego trip thing or whatever and that kind of thing. And, and, and apparently like, I guess, you know, a lot of people were kind of like, Oh, I heard all these terrible stories about burn. And everybody was like, kind of like, Oh, he's such a nice guy. And he signed all my shit and blah, 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 blah. So like, he obviously like pleased the crowd and everything. And I think like the main reason why he wanted to do it, this is the first time he ever met William Shatner. Like, I, I think he just wanted to hang with his, you know, his, uh, fan, you know, boy, 
you know, thing, you know what I mean? Like, like right. so, so, and it was funny cause I, I think some people were, since I had already met Shatner and got a photo and an autograph, I didn't really care too much, but the, the funny part was, you know, it, that Fumetti thing, it was an assembly line and Shatner was just being professional and doing his thing where it was just like, all right, sign this book. Okay. Sign, 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 sign. And he's trying to move people through the line. And I was kind of like, oh man, Shatner's going to like outpace burn at this point. You know what I mean? Cause he was like, let's get this shit done, you know, like, cause you know, he's like, I got, I got places to be, you know, like I got shit to do, <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. But, but no, no, no. But I mean, he, he was nice, but you know, obviously he was, he was very quick about it and everything like that. And some people are kind of like, Oh shit, I paid all this money and you don't even really, he's like, well, I did say hi, but you kind of had to say hi over like two bulking guys handing you like a, a fucking book you know what i mean and to me i was like i'm not even gonna bother to do that like because i was like i already fucking talked to the guy i've met him he's a nice enough guy like you know i'll just let him do his fucking job and get on with his fucking day and um and then you know the the you know the burn line it was interesting because they had a bunch of people there signing whatever various stuff and things but anyway that's i'm trying to think of like other stuff but that that, that i i knew i was not gonna forget to tell you about the uh the effigy thing because i specifically asked that because you sort of planted that in my head because i was like what <laughs> it was like oh it's an open q a i can ask anything and i was like oh fuck it i might as well ask about this fucking effigy thing and and that that's what cracked me up because he was he was not ashamed or anything he was like super duper proud like he's like yes we did like and it was great and everyone needed it you know and what was <laughs> funny was there there was a moment where he he kind of mentioned like oh he and stern used to have it like it i don't know it seemed like from his, like if i was going to take his side of things which i probably don't but if i was going to take his side of things like it sounds like at some point they were all pretty good friends and he did respect shooter kind of like we do but somewhere along the way like to to him like he kind of i don't know he he was shit talking like secret wars the whole time he's like oh that fucking changed everything and that, that that was total crap and then he had to like rationalize it in his head so then he he tried to make us all you know do comics like secret wars after that and we were like fuck off or whatever like i don't know like that that's kind of the vibe you got where and and he had mentioned how him and stern like originally in their contracts it was kind of like oh well if if shooter doesn't edit it like we, we don't want to be involved in this you know so it's like it's it's somewhere along the way like it just broke down you know where people turned on him or whatever or or maybe according to them he he turned on them do you know what i mean like because 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 the the right. secret wars uh fame went to his head and you know this and that which i i don't really see but okay whatever you know like like that's that's just me but come back back through the fire and water network come back with the supermates i said come back back to the house of frankenstein the supermates present four blood-curdling films with an all-star cast lon cheney jr i know you'll think i'm crazy but in a half an hour, the moon will rise, and I'll turn into a wolf. Gary Busey. I'm a little too old to be playing the Hardy Boys meet Reverend Werewolf. Christina Ricci. I'd love to have a tame one, but I wouldn't have the heart to cage him. Corey Haynes. I want you to turn this into a silver bullet. Bela Lugosi. You should be careful. A person can get killed that way. Johnny Depp. No, you must believe me. It was a horseman, a dead one. Headless. 
Peter Cushing. Have you heard of the cult of the undead? Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. Do you know what could happen if I meet Dracula in the woods? I'll bite. Oh no, you gotta stand in line. Plus four monstrous battles with your favorite comic book heroes. I sense you're trying to resist this evil, Batman. Open your mind so I can help you. Destroy me, Jean. Booster Gold, Vampire Slayer. This September and October, come back to the Fire and Water Network and the home of horror and heroes. I believe you're in the house of Dracula right now. No, wrong address. Come back to the house of Frankenstein. Back. Back. Yes, master. He thinks I'm Dracula. <laughs> I mean, there's there, there's a lot of other creators and and stuff that i you know but i mean you know some of it was kind of you know just kind of wham bam thank you ma'am or or you know hi i like your work and they they signed some stuff and that was about it i mean i i, I the only person i have anything bad to say about is probably ed mcginnis because i just thought he was kind of uninterested in being there or mm. or I, I don't know what like th- th- it just pissed me off because there was like a, a, a there was a <sighs> congregation of things that happened during that where it was like okay so he's got this not a very big booth it's not like people were banging down his door but there are these two pretty i don't know trolly like little fat chicks that were like patronizing his table right and it's like it'd be one thing if they were like you know cute or something then i could like rationalize it and understand like oh hey he's getting off on the attention and this and that but it's not like they were good looking or anything you know and then and then the other thing was it was like oh well what were they there for like oh i don't know what to buy and and what do they end up getting they get a fucking like you know forgive me justin but they get a fucking spider gwen print and then they buy like a 30 dollar copy of uh god damn it i can never remember that asshole's name but you know uh green goblin and carnage merge carno got whatever that fucking thing's name is oh the red goblin the red goblin okay yeah so 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 they they then that's what they end up finally settling on getting i'm just kind of like you know like so get the fuck out of here and um (laughs) and and so and then jason aaron had signed that amazing x-men promo poster i had and you know mcginnis did the art so i i asked him to sign that and then you know it was almost like i was just talking to the guy who handled all his money and i didn't even get to say anything to mcginnis you know and then and then so Hmm. he signed that and then i just said oh you know what would be great is if i could get that you know kind of it was like a cockrum era um uh x-men print or whatever and so and what was funny was he kept uh, busting McGinnis's shops, he's like, "Hey, do you have a print like that? Like the one that I brought from the promo poster?" He's like, "We we should get a print like that. You don't have a print like we should we should get a print like that. This is a good print. You should." He's like, "Oh, I think I I think I have so oh you know whatever." Anyway, but he just didn't seem to really. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was just interested in the trolley fat girls or whatever. But I I, I don't know. I was just I I just kind of felt like like those girls don't buy your comics. Like, not really. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was kind of like, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm like, I haven't bought comics on a regular basis in probably like, I don't know, 10 years. But I'm like, I can fucking assure you I've paid for more of your salary than they have. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I was just kind of like, I don't know. It just felt weird. It was like the, the, the that, that was the one thing that I was just kind of like, oh, he's, I don't know. Maybe I just caught him at the wrong time or something, but. 
I was kind of like, well, since you're kind of, since you're talking about like trolley girls, did you encounter like any uh, cosplayers like at the other con? I, there were cosplayers. Like, I'm trying to think. I don't. I don't think anything was really horrendously offensive to me. Like, there, there were, there were cosplayers. I mean, the the only thing that bugged me is like the kind of typical unconsciousness of like I'm at the entrance. Like now we're going to take up 20 million feet of space to take a group photo right at the entrance. And it's just kind of like, come on guys. Like people have to walk through here. You can't can't monopolize this fucking space or whatever. And it doesn't matter if they had wings or not. It's like, why don't you take that photo fucking shit somewhere where you're not in the middle of like, I don't know, mass traffic, you know, like that, that kind of stuff I think is inconsiderate, but I mean, nobody really, I mean, you know, it wasn't like you had the girls with the fucking giant fucking pokey wings or any shit like that. Like that. I mean, most people were kind of, for the most part, as far as I can tell, were dressed in stuff that, you know, was not too, um, you know, I don't know, too much of a violation of somebody's personal space or anything like that. At the very least, I don't, I don't remember anything like that. The, the thing I remembered that was annoying me the most about the cosplay aspect of it is when and where they decided to all plunk down and take like group photos of people. And it's like, in some cases I could kind of be forgiving because I went, okay, this is still a high traffic area, but at least it's not at the entrance. You know what I mean? Like I could kind of rationalize it in my head and go, okay, they, they tried to go off to this this side or this angle or whatever it is. Looks like Tony is around. Can we add him? If I can figure out how to do it correctly. Let's see. Tony Jackson. Add. Let's see if that works. Tony Jackson. I hate Scott. Yeah, I hate Scott too, hmm. dude. I, I had to fuck around with it to make sure it was taping things correctly and everything. But I did do a screenshot, so hopefully I won't have to mess with all that stuff in the future. I can just look at the screenshot and I named it stupid Skype settings. So I, I won't, I won't misplace that anytime soon. I was just regaling Justin with uh, tales of the Boston fan expo. Yeah. You never answered my question on bot talk. Did, did you get Tommy to say eat shit? You are eat shit. You are. I, 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 <laughs> I would, I, I was trying to, um, to not shatter your, uh, you know, your, uh, your high, uh, your, fantasy. Your, your fantasy. I, I wanted to keep the fantasy alive, so that's why I didn't respond to anything with a yay or a nay. Understood, yeah. understood. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Amy Jo Johnson still looks hot. Damn. Yeah, she was she was nice. I mean, you know, for what it was. I mean, you know, I'm sure she's got a bunch of grubby dudes taking pictures with her all the time. So, so you know, she she was as nice as she could be, you know, like that kind of yeah. thing. And, and then the two, the two younger ish rangers yeah they, yeah they were really cute yeah oh those ones yeah i bet they go home from every con and take like a giant like you know one of those like heavy chemical showers that scientists have to mm, take or something mm. it was like you the... get off of me yeah yeah gotta get get all the the con attendee funk off of me yeah i'm sure they do mm -hmm. i just i just want to be clean yeah that the the uh the the Megaforce Ranger girls were at a local con out here in Alameda that was called Powerhouse Con. Uh, Tommy was at Boise, and then Amy Joe was at this uh, Boston one. I guess I guess yeah. Amy Joe was at Denver as well, and so was Tommy. But I didn't. I just did comic book 
stuff at Denver and didn't focus on the celebrity stuff at all. And then Boise, there wasn't a whole shitload of comic book stuff at all. So that's why I did the Tommy thing. And then uh, the powerhouse thing, I think the Megaforce girls were the only reason why I was really going. Like, I mean, everything else was kind of, you know, extra, I guess, whatever I did. Yeah. You've been, um, you've been really globetrotting the last few weeks. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Shaq, what what are you doing in my house? I, I had a key made, but that's not important. Anyway, I just had a great idea for a trailer for that cute little network you do. The, the Fortress of Bailey Toot Podcasting Network? Yeah, that's the one. It's adorable. I love it. I mean, look at you. Like, with the network and stuff. Thanks. I, I, I think. Anyway, you know how people sometimes advertise something by, like, being extreme and suggesting that you just might die if you don't buy, like, a particular product or something? Yeah, I, I believe those people are called sadists. Sadists? That's one way you could say it. Or guy with a marketing degree. Kind of the same thing. Anyway, we could record a promo where I ask you something like, Mike, do you know who didn't listen to the Fortress of Bailey 2 Podcasting Network? Who? Gwen Stacy. Really? You know who else didn't listen to it? Who? Thomas and Martha Wayne. The Waynes. And Uncle Ben. Not the rice. Uncle Ben. And the entire planet of Krypton. Except those that survived. What about Bucky or Jason Todd? Ooh, that's genius. Okay, we'll say they didn't listen, and then Superboy Prime punched a wall, and then they listened, and they were brought back to life. I guess we could also say that Aunt May subscribes and unsubscribes all the time. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Now you're catching on. I'm not doing that, Shag. I'm not going to suggest that people will die if they don't listen to the Fortress of Bailey-Tude podcasting network, which hosts such shows as From Crisis to Crisis, Overlook Dark Knight, Views from the Long Box, It All Comes Back to Superman, and Bailey's Batman Podcast, and that they can find the network at www.fortressofbailey2.com. Are you sure? I mean, I do have, like, a marketing degree and stuff. I'm, I'm pretty smart. No. Can I at least be in the trailer? Yes. The Fortress of Bailey Tude Podcasting Network. The repository of podcasts produced and hosted or co-hosted by Michael Bailey. Head on over to www.fortressofbailey2.com to download the shows directly. You can also find a master feed of all shows by searching for Fortress of Bailey Tude Podcasting Network on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher, or you can subscribe to the shows individually. The Fortress of Bailey Tude Podcasting Network does not suggest that not listening to any of these shows will prove fatal, nor does it endorse surreptitiously making a key to a friend's house for the purposes of busting in and suggesting ideas for podcast trailers. Music in this trailer by Kevin McLeod. I uh, I really like that that uh, Maxima Riverdale yeah, thing you yeah, got. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, that was my that was my uh, secret plan or whatever. Because I was like, oh, I I was like, I don't think I have anything that Dan Parent. I mean, you know, I know you and I read the Archie stuff, but I was like, I don't have any yeah. like 
Archie promo posters, and there isn't any like one single Archie story where I was like, "Oh, I I need Dan Parent to sign this ASAP," you know. Like, but I was like, you know what? If he's doing commissions, I'm gonna ask, and I'll ask him if he wants to do that. And so I I did grab him, and I was kind of like, "Are you interested in?" And and we kind of had to like, because I was like, "Oh, I, I was like, it's it's Action Comics 651," and like I think at first he misheard me because he's like, "Oh, I thought you said Maximum," you know, and I was like, "No, no, no, Mac Maxima," you know. He's like, "Oh, okay." And then, you know, basically, I think uh, I ended up picking it up like midday on Sunday or whatever. And he had done the whole thing. And I was like, oh, sweet. Like, so it, and it turned out really nice. So I'm I'm yeah. I'm happy with that. It was my that was my thought was to have Maxima done, you know, Riverdale style or whatever. So. Oh, by the way, are we recording this? Is this is this the the? Yeah, I'm I'm taping it. I mean, you know, I can I can I'm I can taping it too, just to back up. Yeah, I can I can edit it or <laughs> let it go out as is. I mean, I don't really mind. I'm I'm just doing my typical. I I gave Justin my ranty rant about why I think the fan expo personnel are dumb. But the guests were nice, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I, it's just weird. They they asked for a survey too, and I mean, I, I said, look, man, I'm happy you guys had good security. I'm happy you guys had a great venue. There were lots of power outlets. There were cool things there. Uh, you know, there was food. You know, the floor was pretty much arranged as well as it could be. You know, there was lots of good space. The photo op thing went really smooth. Like all those things are pros, right? But my my cons were kind of like, um. Your staff didn't know shit about shit. I mean, without going into the same things I told Justin, here's another thing. Uh, Andy Kubert canceled, right? He was one of the the guests uh-huh. that canceled, right? So, so, but it's like I get it. Like sometimes people cancel, right? Like yeah. that. I'm yeah. not. I'm not butthurt over that. Like sometimes life gets in the way, or there's emergencies, or people get sick, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like that's fine. I think I'm most like of it is they say like you know, uh, you know, guests. Yeah, 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 and and that's fine, right? But but again, you'd think like, okay, well, one, wouldn't the fucking staff be informed about it? And then the staff's like, oh, well, check the app, and I'm like, the app is fucking worthless. Like the app, (laughs) I, I filled out this survey. I was like, look, guys, like, okay, you've got a fucking app, right? The app has a schedule. It doesn't schedule. Remember those special events I told you about, Justin? The special quote unquote events, they're not on the fucking schedule. So who the fuck knows <laughs> if they conflict with anything that's not a special event, right? Like, for right. all I know, I sign up for a special event with John Byrne and Amy Jo Johnson's photo shoot is at the same time. It wasn't, but I'm just saying it could be, right? Like, how the fuck do you know if it conflicts, if, if it's not on the fucking app? And then right. my, my biggest complaint is there's a, okay, one, there's a map of the con floor. On the app, when you pull up the PDF, can you blow it up? Can you expand it so you can actually see what the numbers are on the tables? Fuck no. So what good is it? Like, you can't read it, right? Mm -hmm. If you go to the website, you can pull up the PDF and you can read it just fine. But then on top of that, okay, so on the PDF, on the map, right? Say like Artist Alley, it's like AA and then a bunch of numbers and shit. Like AA, aisle one, you know, and then it says like, you know, 
you know, two, three, four, 31, 45, like whatever it is, right? Well, that's great and everything, but it's like, if you go to the fucking app, which they kept telling you to go to, and you, you know, the example I keep using, even though everybody knows where fucking Neil Adams booth is, because it's the biggest fucking booth in the entire Artist Alley, and it's got his name emblazoned in like fucking, you know, Mount Rushmore sized letters and everything. So it's like, you can't <laughs> miss Neil Adams, right? But just for the sake of argument, say I'm a complete dumb fuck, like the people that, you know, run this con, right? Where is Neil Adams, right? Oh, well, I should use the app, right? I should just fucking pull him up on the app, right? So you go to the guests, it says Neil Adams, it says what he does, like Neil Adams draws Batman, does all this cool shit, whatever. Where is Neil Adams located? At the Adams booth. I'm kind of like, what? He's at the <laughs> Adams booth? Like, and then you go back to that fucking PDF of the map of the con floor. Nowhere does it say Adams booth on any of the tables. Like, maybe your fucking app should have had, like, you know, AA23 or whatever the fuck table he was at. Like, maybe that would have been fucking helpful, right? Because otherwise, I mean, mostly you were just kind of going by, I know what these people look like. I know what their names are. And if they have decent you know, little stands that kind of tell you where they are. It, it, what was funny was uh, somebody who I didn't get anything from was Drew Struzan because he was there signing or whatever, because I guess the whole Back to the Future cast was there as a reunion thing or whatever, and then they had a Drew Struzan table. You know, I didn't see his fucking table until Sunday, and it made sense to me where he was because he was by all the celebrities and movie bullshit. But mm. for the longest time, I was just kind of like, where the fuck is Drew Struzan? I haven't seen him in Artist Alley because he's a fucking artist. You'd think he'd be in fucking Artist Alley, but he's not because he's yeah. with the movie guys because he's with the fucking posters. And he's right next to like basically the reason why I didn't see him until Sunday was because I kind of stayed away from the celebrity shit mostly. But then, you know, the Sunday I went and took the photo with Amy Joe, And then as I'm walking out and getting my photo and all this other stuff, I walk out and go, oh, there's Drew Struzan's booth. Because and I went, oh, that kind of makes sense because he's, you know, he's movie posters mostly well, he's known for movie stuff you know so i was like okay i i kind of get it but you know fuck if i could have figured that out from the fucking app or the fucking useless fucking map and all that other stuff it, it's so like that, if you were like in in like a mall and it was like it has like an interactive thing and you're like oh man i just can't find like walden books and like you type right, in like you right. know uh, or you like you like say uh you know uh where is walden books and it's like walden books is located next to hot topic Oh, okay, okay, well, whatever. Where's Hot Topic? Hot Topic isn't it located next to Walden Books? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. Like, that. that's kind of what it felt like as far as, like, and, you know, who knows? Maybe I'm a dumb fuck and I'm missing something, but I don't think so. Like, I don't I don't think I'm a dumb fuck, and I, I think it's just a lot of piss-poor planning and management and stuff like that as far as that aspect of the con goes. Like, like that's the thing. Like, they're, they're like, would you recommend this to somebody else? And I'm kind of like, well, fuck, if you really, really want to meet one of the guests there, but, I mean, as far as the actual, I don't know, organization of this con, I thought it was kind of shitty. Like, you know, like, where, you know, you 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 you, you were hard-pressed to figure out where the fuck you were going if you didn't know you what you were doing, basically. You know, like, but that that was kind of my uh, takeaway from you're, it. Your, your, like, con attendance, like, uh, frequency in the last year or so, do, do you kind of consider yourself a con veteran now? Because you, you've been to, to more than a few? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I've been to a fucking bunch. I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, there, you know, 
it's like a lot of times i guess it's that thing of like you know maybe maybe at this point i have that attitude that people have with like transformers where they're like i don't need the fucking instructions i'm a transformers fan I can transform this shit without looking at nothing. And it's kind of like, maybe I have that attitude where like, I don't need a map. I can figure this shit out. And that's kind of what I did. But you know, it would have been nice if there was, you know, a point where you're like, Oh shit, I'm having trouble transforming this leg. Let me go look at like a Bobby Skullface video to figure out how the fuck to do it. You know, cause, cause he'll transform it. Right. And it's like, it would have been yeah. nice if you could just go to the app. It's like the, the, the one person who I never figured out where he was that did not cancel but he may have only been there for like one day or two days or something was uh, there was a DC artist who, you know, I'm not in love with or anything. I'm not like sad. I didn't get his autograph or anything like that, but I, I would have at least walked past the booth, walked past the booth and decided what I wanted. But uh, there was a guy, I guess he does like the Titans book right now for rebirth. His name's John boy Myers. And the only reason why I absolutely positively know he was there was because there was this nice black woman who was waiting for John Burns autograph in front of me in the public line that I told Justin about earlier. There's like a public line and a special event line or whatever. And I, I was telling Justin, I kind of felt hosed by all these special events extra fees where you felt like you really probably didn't need to spend that extra money because there were all these public signings that they sort of neglected to inform you there would be, I guess, you know, to try to hose you out of your money before you even got there. But anyway, so there's this nice black lady. Yeah, VIP seating, yeah. (laughs) There's this nice black lady in front of me that's waiting to get her John Byrne book signed and she's got like She-Hulk one and some Superman stuff and, you know, sort of classic Byrne stuff. Like she, you know, from the era where we were reading comics, but she's got, she's got uh, her whole family there and she's got a bunch of like, I don't know, they're not super young, but they're like teenage kids or whatever. And so one of her sons comes up and I think he's dressed probably Justin like Baruto or some, some shit like that. Right. He's like got, Mm. you know, the flames and the fucking, you know, headband and all this other shit he's like semi cosplaying but anyway he was super stoked because i guess he went over there and i could see he got like a a damien print or some shit signed by john boy myers right and and he was all happy about it and excited and it kind of reminded me of like when my mom would take me to conventions and stuff like that and and you know you would show you know your your parent you know oh look this is what i got and this is awesome and whatever and it was doing the same thing to her you know kind of like oh check it out mom and this and that and the other thing she's like okay great and i'll meet you over there and i'm gonna get these signed and whatever and i i just kind of told her while we were waiting in line that kind of that that kind of got me in the feels you know and i thought it was you know a nice little moment like that that was one of the nice things i saw you know at the convention and whatever and she said thank you and you know got her book signed and she said goodbye to the people she was waiting in line with after we were done and you know whatever but Anyway, my point was, I know John Boy Myers was fucking there because the the kid got his thing signed, right? I swear to fucking Christ, I walked up and down all those fucking there there was no John Boy Myers booth. Like if he was there, he was there for like one day, and it was at the DC booth, and he did a special signing or some shit because he was I couldn't fucking find that save my fucking life. So and and if there was something on the fucking app. Yeah, probably just said he's at the Myers booth or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like something dumb, you know, where it was just like, what? You know, what, what, what if there's like a what if there's a deeper hole, Derek? What if that kid had been bugging his mom for like months to like be like, Mom, mom, I really love like Teen Titans. Like, I really want to get uh, John Boy Myers like signature. Come on, let, let's go to this con. And she's like, 
I don't know, son. And she's like John Burns there, and she's like, okay, we'll go, but just because you want to get John Boy Myers autograph, and he's like, okay, thanks, mom. And he's looking for like hours for John Boy Myers like booth, and he can't find it, so he just like tucks into a corner and just like signs his own comic to Steven. John Boy Myers, Teen Titans Go! And he runs to his mom and he's like, I got it, mom, I got it! <laughs> I hope not. But, um, I, yeah, I hope not. <laughs> I sincerely yeah. hope not. Jeff and Merck present Unpacking the Power of Power Pack. Where we journey through each issue of the most underrated Marvel series of the 80s while drinking beer. Analyzing awesome and amazing adolescent adventures and absorbing alcohol. We got kids with powers, we got villains with attitude. We got superhero guests, like all of them from the Marvel Universe. We have thematically appropriate beer reviews. We have good jokes and bad song parodies. One stop for all your Power Pack pod-pleasing procurements. And we got alliteration. Fine. And unpacking the power of power pack wherever fine podcasts are played. Costumes on. What else? What else? Oh, I, did, I did see. Uh, I did see you met uh, Dan Canna and. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan, I, I, were you were oh, you yeah. like totally totally excited that he had so much uh, season three love for his display stuff? He he had so many prints. Like it was tough to like. I, I think at some point I was just kind of like, you know what? Because because he had like these deals and stuff, and I said, well, how much if I do this? And I was just like, well, I'll get these, and I ended up getting more than. I was planning because I ended up getting Mike a, um, I got him a prowl one. And then, so when he came down, he, he had the, the, uh, you know, another print or whatever. So I, I threw more onto what I actually got, but I was just kind of, yeah, I, I, for me, it was kind of like, Oh shit, there's all these Rodimus ones. And I was like, Oh, I'll get these two. Wow, you know, like whatever. But um, yeah, he was nice. Like, like, he was a nice you're like, guy. Hey, Canada, did you know I was coming? <laughs> Probably not. That, he's like, that he, Galvat- I was gonna say that Galvatron, Cyclonus, and um, Scourge oh, one. Scourge one. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like yeah. Unicron in the background. Yeah, I was like, ooh, yeah. Ooh, I like that one. So they're yeah, they they were all. They, they, he had a bunch of nice ones. I mean, you know, it was up to me. I'd just get a book of all of them or something. But you know, like that, I I got the the ones that I kind of thought were the, you know, most most for me. You know, the season three ish kind of ones and stuff. And then I I couldn't pass up the little mini bots one with like Brawn lifting the big. Uh, big boulder in the middle I'll get the door. I-, I was thinking like the one that's like the uh rodimus solo pick like if you ever you know get a huge expansive display area for your, all your toys like that'd be a great backdrop for like your rodimus collection mm-hmm. yeah 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 you're like, damn it! <laughs> what a bit. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I just need to win the lottery and uh, get, get a bunch oh, yeah, of money. Oh yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, like the prints were like fairly priced, but they're still expensive. Yeah. So when you when you went to Denver, you had some things to say about Denver itself. Like, do you have anything to say about Boston itself? I don't know. I didn't really. I mean, I was, I was kind of lazy in that. Like, <laughs> you remember how I told you? Like, all I did was go to that O'Malley's. Uh, irish grill like i i kind of did that like every night like i i didn't even really feel there there was one the first night i got there i walked around and and found a i think it was like a cvs or something so i could get like you know sundries and get a bunch of water and stuff like that for the the whole trip and stuff and um the the only thing that i was i mean the the only thing i can say is i i was like sitting there talking to the gps kind of going what the fuck gps what do you mean go left i'm on a fucking bridge i can't go left and then and then i looked and i I realized there was like a stairwell that you took 
down the bridge so that you could, you know, basically go left at a lower level. And I went, oh, okay, GPS, never mind. You know, but it was just like those those kind of things uh, happened. But I don't know. I guess, I guess I didn't really give it a good enough look, like, because I was mainly just kind of hanging out at the hotel and then, you know, anywhere close by and then and then doing the con thing. So, I mean, it was it was fine enough. But, you know, I mean, I, I yeah, I don't have anything really. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't have any uh, glowing praise or, or, or damning criticism. You know, it's just kind of, it, it is what it is. I mean, you know, I don't know. The, the, it, what was funny was the guy, the guy in the first lift car who's driving me there starts talking about fucking brain surgery or some shit. And I'm like, you're a goddamn brain surgeon. What the fuck are you doing lifting me places? Like, I, I don't know. I was just like, I, I don't know, man. Like, like some of this stuff. Is you like know the I, thing about brain surgery. Now the thing about brain surgery is you got to really connect the frontal lobe to the neocortex. Oh, you're just going to fuck everything up. Where you going, buddy? And I was just like, you know, like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't know what to think about that. And at least the lift ride back, it was so fucking early. It was just like, I'm going to put on this news. Is that okay? Great. And then we didn't say anything until I got to the damn airport. So that was better than the other guy who kept trying to talk to me about shit. And I was like, why don't you watch where you're driving instead of talking to me? How about that? Yeah, the second, the second guy was like, oh, you had Charlie earlier. I'm just going to shut up and listen to the radio. You're, you're done with talking to people. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you and Justin probably already talked about this. So if you want to edit this or, or cut it, that's fine. But obviously you got a chance to meet Mike. How was that? It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. I was glad he got a chance to come down. I mean, you know, it, it's too bad he couldn't get off more days because it would have been nice to have like a, uh, a con ally on the floor. But, but mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was, it was cool to meet up. It was cool to, to podcast in person and, and just hang out and shoot the shit. Like kind of like we normally do, but like, you know, in person. So that mm-hmm. was, that was super cool. So, so interrogate Mike about Boston, like ask, ask him how Boston was for him. <laughs> how would you like Boston? Boston. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as special for me. Like I've been there multiple times, but uh, <laughs> I've been to that shithole a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean like they were asking me like, what was it like beating Mike? And I said, it was awesome. So, you know, that that kind Derek of Derek is much more Californian than he sounds. Mm. <laughs> he's, I just picture like Mike opening the door to like Derek's hotel, and he's like, "Bro, what's up, dude?" <laughs> he's much more Californian. Than I, I pictured him as like Encino Man or something. <laughs> it's like, hey, sipping the juice, wheezing the juice. <laughs> Man, I'm just like Tony scrunching on some mad munchies, dog. <laughs> it was fun. Like, like I, I parked like a block away from the hotel. So, like, while I was walking there, I passed a guy in like full Doctor Doom cosplay, and I was like, I had, like I walked by him and I nodded at him and went, "Lord Doom." And uh, he, he looked at me and went peasant and just kept walking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Great. I, I guess the best thing that came from that was the whole Thronatron thing. Like, that was yes. really great. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty <laughs> hilarious. Oh, have you already posted it? Yeah, yeah. It's up. Oh, I did not know. I have to look, I have to look at that. Okay, cool. I, I've been working all week, so I, I was I was not aware. Me and Jessica had done a podcast, but we were lazy. <laughs> I, I just told him go ahead and post it as a TF Tuesdays, and that's what he did. So, oh, that's probably why I, I didn't click 
like in my head that it was it was you and him. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely have to listen to that. Neat. Hi, my name's Red, and I want to tell you about the Transformers. My curiosity is aroused. Decepticons, transform and rise up. Calling Autobots, calling Autobots, this is a battle protocol. Robots with emotions. Robots who can die. The rest Now playing on thanospodcast.blogspot.com. So, so I mean, obviously, like you go to these cons for autographs and stuff, but like uh, uh, a lot of people go to cons because you know, like like stuff like SDCC. There's like a lot of you know exclusive swag you can get. Did you get any like cool exclusive swag? I I don't know that I cared about their quote unquote cool exclusive swag. I suppose if anything was exclusive, it was the uh, the John Byrne, William Shatner, Fumetti book, you know, the the Star Trek new, what is it, New Visions? Like, because I, I think that's like, yeah. was it like a limited, it, I mean, there were only so many copies of it. I mean, so it was like, you know, it's a collected edition. So I guess in that sense, like, I guess that is, strictly speaking, you know, limited and or exclusive. But I, I, I don't think, there, there was a bunch of other dumb stuff from like, you know, Boston Fan Expo, get your... You know, whatever, and and you know, I, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't anything. Else. You know, get your T-shirt, get your, you know, I don't know, tote bag or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know, you know, dumb shit like that. Yeah, yeah, stuff stuff that's like, oh, that's nice, but like nothing you really want. <laughs> Derek, Derek got Amy Jo Johnson to sign one of those racy picks from the early nineties. <laughs> Yeah, otherwise you have a nice trip back. Yeah, um, well, you, you know what I did, but since since I got it back today, I'm not that butthurt over it. I actually left my um, tablet in the front seat in the airplane, and I forgot about it. And I was like, oh, fuck me, I fucking left my tablet there. And then I guess they found it on Thursday, and I drove down back to the airport just to pick it up today. But, oh, cool. But anyway, so I got it That's back. Good. But, you know, at the time I was like, oh, are you fucking moron? You know, or whatever, but, you know. Um, oh, that's good. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the the trip back was fine. I mean, I watched them. Um, I was telling them I watched uh, um, Pacific Rim Uprising 2, which was a big pile of fucking shit on the <laughs> way over there. And then I watched uh, Ready Player One on the, the flight back, which, you know, it wasn't a big pile of shit. But I mean, it was, it was just kind of like mindless, you know, entertainment. Like I, I sort of fanboyed out when I saw the RX-78, you know, like where it, when it, it sort of came into the you know into the story or whatever but you know i mean that's just because you know how often do you get to see a gundam you know yeah and and, uh in that like on a a big budget movie (laughs) until like hollywood does it michael bay's gundam right something awesome like that i'm like kill me It's like starring Megan Fox as Fraubo. Oh, that might be that might work. Uh, she's too old now. Yeah. yeah. Can can what's her face from the Harry Poo Poo movies play um Fraubo now? 
No, nah, she's too highbrow now. Oh, she's, she's too highbrow. She, yeah, she, she she doesn't do that stuff anymore. Yeah. Listen, Dad, are mobile suits more important to you than human beings? <sighs> it almost looks like this mobile suit is shaking in terror. It's a mobile suit. Amaro, is that you inside that mobile suit? Let's just see. Let's test the reaction time of your brand new mobile suit. You alone are responsible for the mobile suit now. Is that understood? These are the days when you wish your bed was already made. It's just another mobile suit. Monday. Wish it was Sunday. That's Matt. Armoro Ray. My idol has to run day. It's just another mobile suit. Monday. Amaro Ray Mobile suit In war, to keep the upper hand You have to think two or three moves ahead of the enemy Now playing on Thanospodcast.blogspot.com So Did you hear that Will Wheaton's punk ass Unfollowed us on uh, Twitter? <laughs> or blocked us or whatever. Why? Uh, we don't know. I don't know. We have no idea. <laughs> like someone, probably, someone else. Probably all that smack we talked during the um, <laughs> during the uh, Titans, yeah, the whatever episode. I just kind of stumbled upon it because someone we're following was like, "Well, we didn't block me," and I don't don't know why or something. And I just kind of like you know opened it in a new window, and I was like, "Huh." Us too. I I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't know why. It's like we've not engaged with you. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I've broken that rule here and there, where like I had Howard Mackey sign that Texture Ghost Rider poster, but I kind of figure like I don't know, that's cool with me for whatever reason. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out stuff. It's like it's like if you if you have a Camelot 3000 poster, but Mike Barr's name isn't on it, I guess it makes sense for him to sign it still. But I don't know. You should have been like, "Can you sign this Ghost Rider uh, poster, like Mr. Mackey? Thanks." Now apologize for Spider-Man Chapter One. <laughs> yeah, I know. Apologize. Well, that's what that's what I was yelling at them them last night because I I told Justin about you know how I. To, you know, I asked him about the effigy and all that other stuff, and then, you know, and and you know, Byrne went on and on about how Shooter was like a changed man, and they 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 it was so cathartic for them to burn the fucking new universe comics and everything, and then I was like telling Justin, I was like, after that, I was like, man, I want to find a new universe comic that John Byrne worked on and fucking bring it to him to sign and be like, sign this motherfucker, you know? Like... <laughs> the, the the question is, was it actually cosplay? <laughs> No, like, Doom, real. Doom must check out this convention. Yes. <laughs> Here, here's my question: Did you run into any any like homeless like uh, Atlantean lords? <laughs> there was there was some dude dressed as like Momoa, uh, like Aquaman, but I didn't see any Namors. No, no Namor hobos. No. Uh-huh. That's unfortunate. It was like I saw. I think Derek, right before I saw you, like I met you, Derek. Like there was a dude in like Momoa, Aquaman, like costume, all tatted up and stuff, and uh, ah. like a a chick with Mera's costume with him, and they were both pretty good, like that. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, Derek said he saw a really good kingpin like cosplayer. Yeah. Was he was yeah, he like one. actually bulky or did he just have a bunch of pillows like stuffed in his shirt? No, I uh, well, I don't I don't know that he was like I don't, I don't know that he had like pure muscle or whatever the fuck, but like he he looked he, he looked genuinely big like, you know, but the yeah, the outfit I thought looked kind of all four color and nice you know like purple pants and the ascot and the whole thing like it looked did he try to bear hug you (laughs) uh yeah i I ducked and weaved and managed (laughs) to get out of the way and then i i then i pummeled him with my ass yeah i left at him with my ass facing front and he couldn't he couldn't face the onslaught of my fox kids fucking ass in the face move whatever (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry kingy looks like i decided to give you a rear view <laughs> <laughs> like before the power of <laughs> oh. <laughs> do you have any more um uh, uh boston stories derek before we get sidetracked i mean i i don't know if you guys are interested i mean there's not too much to it but i mean i did Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti were there, so I did get something signed, oh, and it cool. was it was nice because I guess that the you know the sign said like five dollars for whatever you wanted signed, but when when the guy said saw that I just had one thing for each of them to sign, he's like, oh no no no, you don't you know, he's like that's the first one's free, hmm. and I was like, oh okay, so and then cool. I had oh, that's, I, that's I had her really nice. yeah yeah, and I I had her sign that Starfire you know, the, the postcard, the Key West thing or whatever mm-hmm. from that, that recent, you know, DCU series or whatever. And then, uh, Palmiotti signed my, uh, Quesada Gambit, po- you know, the one he inked the Quesada poster or whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah. They, and I, I told her I liked the Silk Spectre thing and she seemed really you know happy about that or whatever that I, you know, I mentioned that I had read that and enjoyed it a lot. And she said, thank you. And I don't know. It was funny. Cause, uh, uh, Palmiotti was talking to the guy in front, and they, I guess they were having some kind of back and forth about Deadpool and when Deadpool was funny and what Deadpool was funny and this and that and the other thing. And and he just adamantly was like, you know, Joe Kelly's the guy who made that character big and funny and good and all this other stuff. And I just kind of looked over at him. And I'm like, yeah, you and me, man, we are secret brothers. You know, like because I was like, that's <laughs> that's that's exactly you know where I came to it from. You know, but that was kind of like, uh, you know, I said, you are absolutely right. Would you like to be on a podcast? Yeah, exactly. Uh, if if he starts using that phrase, you know where he got it from now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. Oh, I, I was going to say, uh, just just an offhand uh, comment. Uh, I remember back, like in the days of Wizard and stuff, we were talking about something else before this. But uh, how you get a certain vibe from someone, like uh, Amanda Connor, always seemed like a really upbeat and like friendly kind of person who who doesn't seem like the the, the typical jaded creator. Does is he like that in real life? Like, yeah, I mean, I, I I can't say that the word jaded ever occurred to me. She seemed all smiles and seemed happy. Uh, 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 let me put it this way. She was the antithesis of Ed McGinnis. Like, like I did not get the vibe. <laughs> I did not get the vibe that like, you know, I mean, the the only thing I would say, and I don't begrudge them this, like, I hope it makes them shit tons of money because they certainly deserve it. But it was just like one of those things where for me, it was a little disappointing that like all the merchandise on their table was like fucking Harley Quinn and shit. You know, like, and, and I get it. Like, that's what they're doing now. And it's super duper 
high profile and popular and i'm sure that makes them a shit ton of money so i don't begrudge them for doing yeah, it yeah. like i i think they've both worked on other things that are far superior to fucking harley quinn but yeah like that didn't get the same you know notoriety and or financial boom that that this probably gets them so i was just kind of like hey i brought my own stuff to sign i you know i don't need to worry about that but yeah they were they were both chatty friendly like they they seemed genuinely happy to be there you know like they you know they didn't seem like you were i don't know taking up their time or whatever you know bothering them or whatever so like yeah they were they were um you know they were both uh uh you know, really uh, nice and and classy. So yeah, I, I yeah yeah. I, I, I always love to run on Power Girl. So yeah, yeah, yeah. See, well, th- that's yeah, the kind of yeah. thing where you you're like, oh, it'd be cool. I mean, I guess they had something. There, there was some issue of Harley Quinn recently that had uh, Power Girl in that version of Tara, like on the cover or whatever. But I mean, other than that, like, I mean, it, it was like everything yeah. was was Harley and Joker and Joker and Harley and you know, I was just kind of like, Bleh. you know, like that, you know. <laughs> I mean, they were nice. Like some of them were like foil kind of little postcards, and some of them were just prints and this and that and the other thing. But I, I you know, I just I, I had no interest in any of that stuff. I was glad I had that Starfire one because I was like that kind of is more, you know, more in line with my kind of taste, I guess. Um, um this is kind of a question. Like, I mean, you know, Amanda Connor's great. I, I, I like I said, you know, I'm, I'm glad that she's a, a a nice person as far as you can tell in public. That's that's awesome. And it's good that Jimmy Palmiotti was the same way. But, you know, you're talking about meeting John Byrne. And no matter what, like, his, you know, controversies or his ups and downs in the industry, to this day, he's always considered a legend, you know? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, would, for sure. Would, for would, sure. You, would, would you put Palmiotti as a legend, too? Because he is probably one of the best anchors in the business. Well, I, I, I kind of feel like, I mean, I got him to sign something that he had inked. But, I mean, I, I kind of felt bad because I, I think the stuff I like the best of his recently was i mean he wrote the jonah hex books for dc like those yeah. were fucking fantastic like and it's like yeah. there's nothing i mean I, I don't think i have i mean maybe i didn't look hard enough but i don't know that there's necessarily any promo posters out there with his name on it or whatever but to me like that's kind of what i was getting at it's like he he may pay the bills by doing this harley quinn solo series with his wife now and stuff like that but it's like to me the stuff that i thought was you know beyond him inking you know i don't know ash for joe quesada or or being joe quesada's inker on like exo man of war or whatever like those are all super cool things and good things but to me i'm kind of like the stuff that really i guess i feel like cemented him in my mind as a, a you know quality comic creator is the is fact that he's written a lot of really great shit especially for to me like what i mean there's other stuff he's worked on but to me the thing that stood out the most to me was you know the fact that i loved reading that jonah hex book and even when it turned into all-star western i mean i guess it kind of didn't recover really from the new 52 reboot but still i mean i i kept up with all-star western too and it was still really good yeah, I mean, that's, that's the tough thing about John Byrne. He's like, he's such a great writer and such a great, like, artist. It's like, you know, you you can't just say, like, you know, you have to give him the title, like, you know, artist, writer, like, creator, you know, just like, he's he's done it all. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of, like, the, the one quote-unquote fan package that I did not get posed by was I, I didn't sign up for the one for our 
Humberto Ramos. And that was because I, I was pretty sure whenever that was scheduled, it was going to conflict with the Amy Jo Johnson stuff. And I just kind of, I kind of winged it and figured, well, hopefully I can just get him to sign this one thing. And I, I had a superior Spider-Man promo poster and just like Frank quietly, I mean, it was really easy. He just walked up and, you know, he publicly signed it and it wasn't a big deal. And it's not like I had like fucking 15 things for him to sign. It was just the one thing anyway. I'm trying to think of other guys. Uh, I finally got Jay Lee to sign something because I, I, I keep seeing Jay Lee at all these um, cons that I go to lately. But again, fucking Harley Quinn and all this other bullshit that I don't want. You know, I don't want Prince of fucking Harley Quinn. Um, so I, I got a uh, promo poster of Our Worlds at War, and that was one of the Jay Lee covers, so I had him sign that. I did look at his commission rates, but they were pretty expensive, so I, I don't think I'd be patronizing that anytime soon. I, I was about to say, is he like currently working now? Because, I mean, I'm not saying this to, to, to decry Jay Lee's talent. He's a very good artist, and I'm, I'm not trying to say he's not relevant. But honestly, last thing I remember him working on was like Hellshock. <laughs> Well, he's done a lot of shit for DC. Like, he, he did that Batman-Superman book regularly, and then I know that mm -hmm. wedding okay. issue of um, Batman 50, I know he did at least one of the variant covers, if not some yeah. of the, the splash pages or whatever. So, I mean, he is he is still, you know, I guess to answer your question, like, he is definitely still working. Awesome, yeah, that, that's cool. Like I said, I grew up in the 90s. And, like, you know, of course, everybody knows Rob Liefeld still works. Everybody still knows Jim Lee still works. And, you know, that's great. I'm, glad, I'm, I'm happy for those people. Everybody knows Eric Larson still pumping out Savage Dragon. But, you know, I, I sometimes wonder about guys like Sam Keith or, or, or Jay Lee or uh, um, uh, uh, Will Portacio. I'm like, what are they hmm. doing now, you know? Yeah, yeah. Every now and then, Sam Keith will do, like, a variant cover. Like, sometimes he'll do, like, a, a Hulk variant or something. Like, I see that every now and then. Cool. Yeah. Those were like my boys back in the day. And like, you know, image totally sold, like, you know, the style over substance. I mean, I hate to say it, but uh, a lot of people always gave Sam Keith crap for his crazy proportions and mm. all that stuff. But uh, I always liked Sam Keith. He, he was he was very much like a Mignola to me. Like he has a certain style. And if you like that style, your ear balls into it. So, that, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool that uh, yeah, yeah. Jay Lee's still putting stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked the Max, and I liked, you know, the the work he did on, like, say, like the Hulk and things like that. Like, I always, I always dug that stuff for Sam Keith. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of got on the ground level with him because uh, I read that Marvel Comics Presents where he introduced Cyber. Yeah, yeah, that was good too. the The last thing I remember reading with him was I think I talked about it on a sidecast, but he did a, a, a Aliens piece for Dark Horse, and I thought that was really, really good too. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm sure that would, yeah, that would, he's good at atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd probably be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that, like, um, you, you obviously met, like, a lot of big-name talent who are either legends or still pumping out, like, work that people are really aware of. Did, do, you, do you have any, like, I guess you would say secret brothery kind of, like, people you wanted to get autographs from? Or... Like, did you see someone and you were like, oh, my God, they're, they're still doing stuff. And like, you know, it kind of like surprised well, you. You know, the, the, to be honest, I, I didn't realize Dan Kana was going to be at this convention. So that was my surprise, you know, like that. Because okay. I, I don't I don't think like when when I was going to the website and preparing for this, I don't think he was on there. Like, I think that was like a last minute 
like thing or whatever where he because he, he was kind of talking about how he had a bunch of prints that were stuck in canada because he went to some other thing or whatever some other show and then these were like his you know like i don't know backup prints or prints that were left over from some other you know whatever so and so that like that honestly that was like one of those things where i'm like walking down the the aisles like i'm describing like you know scoping things out and i kind of went oh holy shit like he's here oh cool you know and that was and then you know so i i did spend you know maybe 20 minutes or so on that friday night and it was funny because i guess i guess there were a couple other guys there too and it, it seemed like it, I, I felt bad because i i came back the next day and took the photo with him and then i also came back uh a following day and gave him like our little you know fan holes history of comics on film business cards or whatever because i had seen him so much during the con and then but what was what i felt bad about was on that friday like it was like me and a couple other guys like bought all these prints from him and he's like wow this is great like fridays aren't usually this bumping like this is awesome like a lot of people are coming by and you know picking up my stuff and then when i came by the other two days i was kind of like so how's saturday go and he's kind of like oh not not as good as friday and then i was like so how'd sunday go oh not not that good and i was kind of like oh fuck like i was hoping it would keep rolling but i guess not yeah well you know you know this just means though uh dan canna on uh Fandles podcast confirmed uh no no not confirming <laughs> that not confirming that at all <laughs> no I don't know. I mean, I just I I mentioned it and stuff, and he 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 was nice. He's like, oh, good luck with the podcast, and he he said some nice things and stuff, you know. But I I don't know. At this point, I I like I I was telling Mike like I was like I printed out all those things, but I I kind of got burnt out because I was like, oh, I handed a bunch of them out and made a little pitch to people and treated it like a job interview and kind of followed up with them and stuff. And then I wouldn't hear anything. So I figured rather than just being grumpy and frustrated over that, I kind of just stopped doing that and went to the cons just to enjoy myself rather than to promote things and pimp things out and stuff. I figure I'll just, yeah, you know, if, yeah, it, com- um, if it comes up, some, some of these guys, you know, they get approached like a hundred times. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, Hey yeah. man, I got this channel with like three views. It's called comics, like sludge, sludge field. And it's in my like mom's basement. Would you come by personally and make an appearance, you know, to like John Byrne, you know? And he's like, yeah, Sharkhead, whatever, you know? It's like, I think we're better than that. But at the same time, you know, they, they probably get some wackadoo like offers, you know? Yeah. Mm. That, that's the other thing I thought was interesting because they, they did go through a whole diatribe of uh, John Byrne didn't want to take photos with you, but you could take photos of him signing the books. But then when I did go on Facebook, I did notice people took photos with him. So I was just kind of like, hmm. did did they lie to me? Did people take the photos? And then he kind of changed his rules after that happened because he didn't want it to keep happening or, you know, I don't know. But anyway, I'm not like super butthurt. Oh, but, you know, I, I didn't go into this, but because uh, c- I guess you reminded me of it. So remember how I was saying, Justin, he had original art at his table. And that was Mm -hmm. that was one of those things where I was like, well, you know, maybe had I not spent, you know, X amount of dollars on this Fumetti book and William Shatner and John Byrne and this special event signing, you know, like maybe if I had planned it out, you know, I would have gone to the public signing, not gone to the Fumetti thing and maybe picked up a piece of original art instead or something like that. However, having looked through most of the art, I mean, it could be by the time I looked through it, you know, people had, you know, poured all over the good stuff or whatever, but like, I gotta say, like, other than like a really expensive page out of Superman, which was 
just the splash page with a spaceship on it, I think from like, I want to say like Superman 18. Most of it was like, you know, Dark Horse stuff. And like, not even mm-hmm. like, not even like, you know, like, it wasn't like Next Men or anything like that, or Torch of Liberty. It was kind of like, it, it was like, uh, a lot of it was from this recent thing he did um, for IDW. I can't remember what it was called. The 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 case the the something the I don't know the crew huh. the this the that I don't know some some like I I think it was some wartime thing or something like that I don't know anyway he he what, kept talking the, the the pact no he he kept talking about it on the uh, on the panel because he was all like this is the best thing I've ever drawn or whatever here I can I could look it up but um let's see but yeah and there there was some stuff from I think I want to say like um. Danger Unlimited and like maybe Babe. Huh. You remember that book? The one anyway. The, the and it was like but like not even like pictures of the main characters. So I was just kinda like, oh who cares? I don't want like it's like supporting characters from like a fucking Z list Dark Horse. I mean, you know, <laughs> I know I know it's like okay, it's yeah. John Byrne, it's not Z list, but you know, it was like it was like I'm not gonna pay like a hundred, two hundred dollars for a page of like supporting characters from fucking danger unlimited do you know what i mean and i'm not gonna pay six hundred dollars for a a superman page that doesn't have superman on it you know like that i don't know like the, the, things yeah, like yeah, that yeah. where you like you know going to uh art adams and i'm like you know yeah no wolverine pictures none at all here's a picture of uh uh black vulcan <laughs> you know? yeah so they're okay here i'm looking it up now hopefully I... Because I know it was supposed to be really recent. Come on, Jumper does too much stuff. I can't just scroll through this. It's like fifty zillion scrollies. Um, okay. Let's see. God Almighty, when you don't know the name of something, it's really hard to. Welcome to my life. Hey guys, I know this toy line. Completely forget the name, the character, what it looked like. Cold War. <laughs> it's called Cold, Cold War. Hmm. So anyway, I had never read it, and again, like I was saying at that I panel, never heard of it, yeah. at that at that panel, you know, he assumed like everybody had read it because he's the great John Byrne or whatever. And I was just kind of like, oh, I never read that shit, you know. So, did he have any Star Trek stuff that was not like Photoshop manipulations for original art? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, you know, like from from like Doctor McCoy or the Romulan books. Maybe, maybe from the. I feel like there were like Klingons, like did he yeah, do there, like a Klingon spotlight or something like that? There, there was a Romulan comic that had Klingons in it. I think maybe, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was from the Romulan comic, and and they had you know the the non the non bumpy headed Klingons. I remember mm. there were yeah. pages of that. Yeah. Do you think Derek like maybe because it is John Byrne? I'm not giving him like you know the benefit of the doubt. I'm just saying. Well, like how cons are you think he probably did have some like really good prints of like you know superman and stuff and they just sold the fuck out by the time he got there in line yeah there, there could have been some cool stuff like that that maybe sold out by the time i was actually looking at the what you know what was available yeah for sure that that that's entirely possible yeah i, I just know that, that that's happened to me before yeah yeah, yeah. I, I was just saying by the time i got there i was kind of like well you know most of it was because they kept saying how affordable it was, and I'm like, yeah, well, 180 to 200 is not horrible for a piece of original comic book art. But then it's like, I don't want to, like, I don't know, 
have a piece of comic book art with a like the supporting detective from Babe, like I don't know, making her Cheerios. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's not like what I want to spend yeah, yeah. two hundred bucks on. It doesn't mean like it's horrible or anything. It just means like you know, I don't I don't want the the supporting character making Cheerios. Like I, I'd want something that's you know. I don't know, not necessarily a splash page either, but, you know, at least something, you know, like something that meant something to you, you know? Yeah, it's like if I got on eBay and I was like, man, I really want like a Batman, the the animated series uh, cartoon sell. And like, oh, oh, there's one. And I click on it and it's 500 bucks, but it's like Harvey Bullock and Lieutenant Montoya talking. And I'm like, that's that's great. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's like, not what it, I came to the show for. You, you know, yeah. You know? And then yeah. and then and then and then you look at the one that's like, you know, I don't batman putting on his mask or something and it's like you know fifteen hundred dollars and you're like oh well that's why the bullock one is so cheap you know yeah exactly yeah it's like yeah, it's like that one's good way out of my price range but the, right, the one that's right. affordable is is not not, not what i'm really thing. wanting yeah yeah like yeah. That, I, I want like i want unice the untouchable eating like a burrito there you go <laughs> that's what we need Adolescents of this generation have no respect and are a far cry from my sweet Jane Eyre and her friend Helen Burns. Why, just this afternoon I was Stella. across and, and you know what? Men too. Well, uh, 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 Stella. Men like the tragic Mr. Rochester and teachers, pa, they're all like the villainous Mr. Brocklehurst. Hey, Stella! Uh, yes, Thomas? As much as I enjoy um, indulging your insanity, we have a promo to record. Oh dear, and what might that be? That is you and I telling everyone that we have a brand new podcast out there. It's called Required Reading with Tom and Stella. Once a month, we will take a look at a single work of literature, discuss it, analyze it, and determine if it's worth its place in the canon. Oh dear, that sounds delightful. Oh, I'm sure it will be. And you can find us on the Two True Freaks Network, which is at twotruefreaks.com. Oh yes, required reading with Tom and... Why is it Tom and Stella? Why can't it be Stella and Tom? It rolls off the tongue better? Okay. Well, that was easy. So, required reading with Tom and Stella at twotruefreaks.com. Thanks for contributing to the promo there. You did a great job. Oh, you are so welcome. Let me see. I'm trying to think. Uh, Howard Howard Mackey was there, and I got him to sign my Ghost Rider mm. posters. So that was that was fine. He nice. was nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you were, you were talking about like Ed McGinnis. Was 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 he just like grumpy, or was he like almost rude? I I just think he wasn't. I don't know. I just felt I mean, like he wasn't. I don't like. I mean, I'm not telling you to shit on him. But I'm just saying like you're just impression. Yeah. No, I just I just kind of felt like he wasn't into being there or something. Like like you just got the vibe that that he just I don't know, he didn't want I don't know. He, I I he never talked to me directly once. Yeah. He he was busy with these I was telling Justin earlier, he was busy with these like trollish girls who bought a Spider-Gwen print and the Red Goblin comic variant cover. Whereas I'm like, that's probably the most money they've ever spent on Ed McGinnis in their entire lives. And I'm kind of like thinking, well, shit, you know, 
like I was telling Justin, even though I haven't bought comics in, in a while, I'm pretty sure I've spent a shit ton of money on Ed McGinnis throughout my lifetime. And I was just kind of like, you know, that's, I don't know. Like it just, I, I don't know. It, it, it felt very like disingenuous. Yeah. Well, it was like, it was not personal and, and I'm not saying like everybody has to, you know, get out and like suck my dick or something, but like, I mean, <laughs> you know, you could, you could acknowledge my existence and just smile or, or say hi or, or, or whatever. Like it just seemed like it was like, I might as well, let me put it this way. Like, Going to a con, right? Like, like some people might expect a little chitter chatter or an opportunity to say, "I really liked your work" or whatever it is. It's like the 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 interaction I had with Ed McGinnis. I might as well have just gone on to like some, you know, website and been like, you know, click this to get a a signature. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that's so that's fifty bucks, and I'll send you a signed picture. That yeah. that that's what it felt like. It didn't feel like there was any anything to it like like it was just completely like interaction yeah yeah it was just total total fucking wet noodle dead meat you know like there, there's nothing to it like you know he, he was a uh, was it was it called he was he was in robot mode yeah 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 that's what it felt like you know so i was just kind of like all right yeah well that's you know. sad yeah 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 that's 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 one of the things I've, I've always like because i'm not a big con goer I've been to a few. You know, the, the times I've went, um, I went to, uh, actually, Justin, I never told you this. I went to a Dark Shadows con one time. You have told me, and... actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. I told you who I met, right? Yeah. And I'm super jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was super young, so I guess it doesn't really count. But, yeah, yeah, she was, she was fucking awesome. She was so nice. She called me Young David, which, as I got older, I realized, was that an insult? Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you thank Mr. Devlin? Uh-huh. Well, then put away your toy and get back upstairs to your studies. It isn't a toy. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, she was great, you know? It's like, yeah, the only thing I wish is is that Jonathan Frakes had been not Jonathan Frakes. Um, Jonathan Frid. Jonathan Frid had been there, and that, that would have been awesome. But like, at the time, I really liked Dark Shadows, but I was a kid, so I had developed that fandom where I'm like, oh, this is so great, you know? Like, I, I really get it, you know? I didn't really get it at the time, and I got it that it was a scary story and stuff. But uh, for for like a con interaction, you know, that was that was really enjoyable. You know, it, it was nice that like you know she saw me and she was like. Hey, this is like a, a little kid. He's at his con, this con, and you know I could like just sign this autograph for the the his uh, brother-in-law he's with, and just scoot him on their way. But she took time to talk to us. She shook both of our hands, and like like you said, Derek is like, it wasn't like we're best friends now, but like she 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 didn't just scoot us away, or it was just like, here you go, autograph, bye. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, that's always good. Oh, oh, well, I mean, speaking of Jason David Frank, um, you said you didn't really like talk to him at length or anything, but like, you know, did, did, but he, he, he always seems very positive with you that way in real life. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think uh, most of us were a little annoyed because I think he was supposed to be there at three and he didn't really roll in until three thirty. but yeah, he, he, I mean, it seemed like he was, he was, uh, you know, obviously he, he was happy to be there. He he was into 
using it to promote his Instagram and he was taking pictures of everybody lined up on the Instagram and, and, and on that whole kind of thing, you know? So, so, I mean, he seemed, you know, for, for what it was, he seemed, you know, as uh, enthusiastic and nice as, as he could be for, you know, something that is, you know, I guess when it comes down to it, it's a business transaction, but I thought it was cool how he handled people and he seems to get into the whole selfie thing. I, 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 I always feel bad. Cause I, when, when I took the selfie with Mike, I said, I'm not as good as this as uh, Jason David Frank, but I'll, I'll try to take a selfie <laughs> of both of us. Cause Jason David Frank just, you know, I, he's probably done it like five billion times, but he's just like, yeah. all right, let me oh, just yeah, do this. And yeah, he's that, like, that, yeah. that was like, that was like a, a, like a screen screen grab worthy from an episode. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so he's he, he you know obviously he's he, it, it, kind of like shatner in his own way he's he's a professional selfie taker or something like that like he's got that all worked out to a t and stuff to, to be fair to jason david frank though playing tommy he was used to coming into the episode late and saving the day so maybe that's what it was <laughs> There's three minutes left tommy <laughs> it only would have been great if he like was walking down the aisle playing the dragon flute. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. I, I have to geek out about Jason David Frank. Amy Jo Johnson is 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 beautiful and a wonderful person, but I am a Tommy fan boy. I've always liked Tommy. I, I, I kinda I kinda feel like Tommy's one of the only guys I feel like I could get away with taking a photo with, you know? Like but that I I feel like the rest right. of it I should yeah, just like, I should just like get up to Austin St. John. <laughs> yeah. I, I the rest I feel like I should just take photos with all the girl rangers and that's that'll do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> they're not they're not grumpy, but yeah. Oh, and, and, and you know this this is just a, a loose like. Tie I did in, but, I did uh, I did okay. hey hey I did I did take a photo with Billy. So you you should lay off on Billy and Pot Talk. He was nice. <laughs> he is a perfectly wonderful person, and I have no problem with him. But like, that, that's a hairline, man. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. Hey, he looked he looked I, fine when I, I when I saw him in Sacramento. He looked all right. I haven't I haven't aged gracefully either. I'm not I'm not saying I'm a I'm a hot piece of ass. So I mean, you know, I I'm saying more. I feel for you, brother. I feel for you. The only thing I could cosplay at like, like uh, Comic Con as is Kingpin. Come on, give me a break. Oh, uh, <laughs> the, the speaking of that, there was a really nice Kingpin cosplay at uh, Boston. I thought. Hmm. So. Oh, nice. I've actually thought about it. I was like, I, I was like looking in my options. I was like, if I ever go to a con, I want to cosplay. Who could I be? I could be Fat John Byrne Lex Luthor. I could be Kingpin, or I could, you know, just just go all in and just eat for three months and be the slug. So yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's my options. Maybe if Derek was cosplaying as like Maxima, Ed McGinnis would gave him the time time of day. I, I, I right. could be like, I could look like a trolley Maxima with a <laughs> big, big, uh, a big tummy and bitch tits. Like, and that would that would get his attention, I guess. Oh, and, and by the way, kudos, Derek. And I know you say it's kind of like uh, uh, required now because of your uh, uh, attendance, but uh, big ups for for wearing the uh, blue Autobot symbol hoodie with Amy Jo <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I like that Megatron shirt. I was like, oh, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. You know they used yeah, to sell yeah. those a lot. I don't see them anymore. Where'd you get yeah. that? Like a hot topic or something, probably. Yeah, yeah. It's it's old. Yeah, I mean, I, both both that jacket yeah. and those shirts are, are are really. I mean, I I don't 
I don't think of them as old. I think of them as like I bought it yesterday, but they're probably like 18, 20 years old. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, it's like one of those things that where like, that's not right. Cause that's what I saw. I think, yeah. I think, uh, I think even, uh, Majil was like, where'd you get that on Facebook when I posted mm-hmm. a photo with it? But yeah, Did, yeah I kind of, I kind of like how that turned out. It, it, I, I was, you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a spring chicken anymore, but like, I was like, oh, that, that shirt actually made me look pretty good. Like, for a change, so I was like, "That's dude, that's like I, I've got a Transformers the movie shirt. I've had it seventeen years, but it's falling apart. Like it's it's to the point like I could I could not wear it in public. I just wear it around the house and sleep in it. But like it's it's so full of holes and like it's it's just so like you know it's I, like uh, I, it's unraveling I think, I think and everything. In, like uh, I think a term in the goodwill industry is as well loved. <laughs> yes. Dude, I, we need to we need to go to Power Morphicon next year, and then you need to wear it when you take a photo with Andromeda. That's what, that's what needs to happen. Oh uh, no! It I mean like the the uh, collar it's like sagging like really badly, and it makes it look like I have like a you know uh, plunging like V V neckline or whatever. Like <laughs> it's, like I'll I'll try and take some pictures. Like I don't know if pictures will like do it justice, but but it's just like <laughs> it's it's falling apart, man. I just I just can't bring myself to throw it away. Yeah. Oh yeah. I get it. Oh, I, I get it. it. I, I get it. I, I've got an old T-shirt. This is back when um, Transformers was not quite the new hotness because because there was Beast Wars and it was it was it was big with collectors and stuff and and old fans came back, but you know, 2007 was when Transformers was. Like, like what it is now this huge empire but like in the like early 2000s you know it was still kind of a cult thing you know like it, it was basically for nerds and you could still get shirts back then that were not just plastered with all this new artwork and movie bumblebee or or idw art which is not bad don't get me wrong but i've always been kind of a classic guy and i just had this plain black t-shirt with the original no, no bullshit, you know, Decepticon kind of beveled logo. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have it somewhere. I love that shirt. That is, it was just so plain, but it just, you know, quote unquote, told the story. It was like, I'm a Decepticon. I'm evil. <laughs> you know? It's like, I, I, I like shirts like that. I, I like, you know, I like the Megatron shirt is awesome. It's like a little busy, but it's like a Hawaiian shirt. It has a theme and like it has the G1 Megatron on box art which is that's the best part like in the corner like that that's like awesome but like i don't know i, I kind of like plain shirts too you know i've always been a fan of t- t-shirts that just have like the superhero emblem on them like the flash logo or the batman logo mm-hmm. that was like that was a thing but like yeah like how do we go into fashion that's just weird um oh mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um uh, I, I guess this is like maybe a question for for people who don't go to cons as much um, you know, we, we were talking about Ed McGinnis being, you know, a little bit grumpy or, or you know, not as uh, open to, to his fans unless they were like, you know, <laughs> trolling around him. But um, like, what, was there anybody who, who you met who like you've heard had a bad reputation and you were like, holy shit, why? He's, he's like, great. He's being so nice to me or she or whoever. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I talked some smack about John Byrne earlier with Justin, but I mean, as far as his con demeanor goes i mean i think everybody expected him to be like i don't know nasty or something and i i I don't think he was nasty to anybody i think he just you know 
he, he probably has his own little ego trip and all that stuff. But I mean, other than that, like that's that that's something different than how he treated people in personal interactions. So, I mean, I suppose you could say I was surprised he didn't, you know, I don't know, hawk a loogie in everybody's face as they walked up in line to get something signed. But I mean, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, we, we, we get, we get, these, we get these ideas from like, you know, stories about Peter David and John Byrne and stuff. And like, you know, right, like, right, yeah. right. Well, you know, if I, if I met Peter David, he probably wouldn't know how to fucking manage his finances or whatever. Like that's what I would expect <laughs> out of fucking Peter David. But uh, I don't know. But uh, um, you know. Nice. <laughs> Derek wouldn't give him a fanholes business card, he'd give him an H and R block business card. <laughs> and I was like, can you can you get this shit worked out, please? Thank you. Uh nice. I'm trying to think of anything else con con worthy. Uh you mentioned Kingpin, but of course at cons you know, there. I'll, I'll put this into two two categories. One one should totally be safe for us to, to put on the show. All right, uh, I'll, I'll go to two categories of cosplay. I'm even giving you an opening. I'll go to two quick categories of cosplay that a lot of people do at cons. There's of course awesome cosplay where someone nails a costume or they put so much work into it that it's uh, you know, holy shit, how do you do that? And of course there is hot cosplay. It was, you know, and you can look at a woman and she can be attractive and pull off the outfit because some women and some men can't pull off some of those outfits. I myself could not dress up like the Flash, not in a skin tight spandex outfit and really deliver the character. So I'm, I'm just saying it's men and women both. So did you see any like cool cosplay or hot cosplay? You know, even a guy who was like buff and was like, holy shit, you can be Superman. <laughs> well, I like I mentioned, I mean, I legitimately thought the guy who was cosplaying as the Kingpin was cool. You know what I mean? Like it looked like the Kingpin. Like it was it was straight up like four color Kingpin where he was a dude, he was kind of, you know, chunky and stuff, but he, he shaved his head or maybe he normally has his head shaved or whatever and then he had like a nice white jacket and the, the purple fucking ascot and the whole fucking nine yards and the nice little cane and everything i mean there was no mistaking he was fucking kingpin straight out of you know whatever spider-man fucking 60 or 59 or whatever the fuck issue it is you know like that's that i thought was pretty cool you know i don't know what the fuck this chick was dressed as <laughs> But, okay, it can be hot cosplay or what the fuck cosplay. That's totally well, fine too. Yeah. Okay, I I'm not gonna go so far as to call it hot cosplay for me, but like if there was like an Optimus pot thread on Bot Talk, somebody who gotcha. took a photo of this girl would somehow find her way into it, maybe. And it's like, you, you know what it kind of looked like? It kind of looked like, like I don't know, like it was some kind of thing that was like. What's her face from Gurren Lagan, but not that character. You know, like like where you know her basically like she had a a cut, like semi bikini thing in the you know where it was like just covering you know it was like straps covering up her nips or whatever. But then like the the rest of oh, like yeah. basically her chest was like totally exposed, and and she kind of had these uh, you know chubby breasts or whatever but since they were you know held in by this these straps like obviously a bunch of guys like even if even if you didn't think she was like the hottest girl in the room like you would just stop for a second and go oh hey well, hello 
you know like what is that you know and then what cracked me up is some some dudes were like oh can i take a photo of you and i was just kind of like yeah he's not going to be spanking to that later or whatever but you know i don't know yeah i thought it was kind of funny this this is not for his con going experience full right right it's like it's like i totally love whatever character you're dressed up as snicker snicker because i i didn't know what the fuck she was dressed up as to be perfectly honest <laughs> he like walk up to you and you're like you're you're you know, oh, 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 wait, wait i just thought of it you know what was cool and hot was the, the, i guess they had these um like well it was like hetero and homo dating things or whatever like i was like you know anyway it was like it was like you know both right but they they had it at certain times or whatever so it's like oh go on like speed dates or whatever and i guess you had to like sign up for it and then people you know hung out in this one con room or whatever and did this speed dating thing and i guess it was for you know it was for i guess you know gay and straight and whatever right but 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 everybody was cosplaying I don't know if everybody was cosplaying or not, but the reason why I thought of it is that room was right next to the Jim Lee room that I was waiting in, you know, line, and they eventually had us, you know, sit on this nice bench, so it wasn't like we were standing the whole time and everything. But what I noticed was one of the girls that was, I guess, managing the sign-up sheet or whatever, like, like I, I saw her one day where she was just sort of in plain clothes and... and doing the sign-up sheet, but the one day I was by the Jim Lee line, like, she was dressed as Psylocke? Oh, man, she, like, I mean, and it was, like, this nice, like, satiny red costume or whatever, like, it really, like, like, the costume was nice, it really popped, and, and, you know, to be perfectly honest, like, she had a really nice body, and, like, you could see, like, her, you know, booty, like, coming out, you know, it was just, it was, it, it, I mean, it worked. It wasn't like one of those things where you're like, you're dressed as Psylocke? Ew. You know, like, or you dressed as Electra? Ew, or whatever. But she was, she was like Electra. And it was like, I was like, oh, but it was like red and satiny and looked really nice and everything. So I I would say that qualified as both. But I don't know if there's any pictures of that chick floating around, but it looked really, it looked really, really good. Yeah. And and I will, I will say for anybody who's offended by the term hot cosplay, um, that people have to understand that these girls who go to these cons want to dress like these characters. And a lot of them work well, really yeah. hard to get their bodies into shape. You know, it's like, you know, don't, don't look down on somebody who appreciates their appearance because more than likely they're wanting people to be like, you know, Holy shit. Like Derek said, you look like Psylocke, you know, you nailed the character, you know, it, it's, it's a hot character, but the work that goes into it and the effort to, to, to look like a comic book character is really hard. Like I said, I can't look like Superman, you know? Well, you know, and then the other thing, too, was besides the, I guess, movie and TV celebrities, I mean, there was a whole aisle of these, you know, uh, I guess, cosplay celebrities or whatever, too. So, like, they're, I mean... Well, I you know, know. That, that, I, that's, that's a different topic, yeah. No, but, I mean, it's like, it's like I, I kind of have my own beef with that, but, I mean, they were they were certainly represented there. You know what I mean? Like they were all there and, you know, I guess, I guess depending on who you meet, I mean, I'm sure it's all up to individual circumstances, but I mean, I, I felt like the one time I tried to, uh, patronize that kind of, uh, aspect of conventions. I, I felt like for me, it, it was ageist and I was not welcome. So I just figured, okay, oh, yeah. well, I don't, I don't need to worry about that. And I, I don't. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm more impressed by, I'm more impressed by like, 
quote unquote, like, you know, real people like the Kingpin guy or, or the girl who was signing up people as Psylocke. They're right. just real people. They, they, it, they put it, the effort into it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably, I probably misspoke, but I, I don't know if I kept interchanging Electra and Psylocke, but it was, it was Electra, but I probably okay. said I, Psylocke I, I was, a couple I'm times too. I call you out, but I was like, Electra, uh, Psylocke doesn't wear red, but uh, okay. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah. You were there. I wasn't. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever I said before, what what I meant to say was she was dressed up as Electra. So. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, 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 I have a, a fondness for cosplay that is, I, I guess the best way to say it is I like cosplay that when I look at it, I'm like, oh man, that could be in a movie. Mm. You know, you, you, you look like you could, you could actually, you know, th- those people who do those crazy Iron Man suits, those are fucking awesome. You know, it's like they're they're like I don't know if you ever seen those at the cons you've gone to. They're usually at like the huge ones like SDCC and stuff. But like I've seen some Iron Man suits that I'm like seriously like, did you put that together yourself? Really? <laughs> you know. And that's pretty much it. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this show. If you have any comments, questions, and or concerns, you can email us at fanholespodcast at gmail.com. If you want to check out the backlog of Fanholes Podcast proper episodes, you can go to fanholespodcast.blogspot.com. We are on all kinds of social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We can be streamed on Stitcher Radio, and we are also on iTunes. So without further ado, this is going to do it. So have a good night, guys. Take care. I just had a, a mental image of like Punisher like carving a turkey and being like oh, oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Is that cool with everybody? Like, is that fine? Yes. Sounds good. I was like, Justin's like, yeah, fuck no. No, I'm stretching. <laughs> Justin's like, I think it's cockapoo-poo. I think it's changing the schedule. It's cockapoo. 